if you are watching this and it happens to be past Monday, because this is when it's being recorded, you'll understand that number one, it starts tonight. I'm excited. I can't wait. Ravens football is back. This is for my Ravens fans or my Ravens haters or my Ravens followers, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. There's a game on Monday Night Football against the Raiders, and they come back and they have to deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. We all know how it ended in, in uh, unfortunate circumstances, but it's a new season now. So all the excitement is back, and I think everybody's ready to see what all 32 teams really have in them, especially with all the changes that we saw. Everybody's ready, and I'm ready for a little bit of Ravens football. We're talking Ravens tonight, a little special edition of the Baltimore Cold Show, which you can see every single week where we, right here at the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, do our picks. We talk about the Ravens, we talk about the Chiefs, we talk about the Colts, and we talk about the Browns. But I want to do a little bit more team-centric content as well for you guys. Last year, I did the quick thoughts videos, which I'm going to also be doing after the game, as always. But uh, all my Ravens fans, hit that share button, hit that like, send this podcast, this audio, this video, however you may be watching or listening, send it to every Ravens fan you know, every football fan you know. I mean, we need all the football fans in here. But nonetheless, I got more to say. I got more to say. This is your Baltimore Ravens preview right here on the Baltimore Colts Show, sponsored by the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast. Welcome in to the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, I mean always, he means always, they mean always, you mean always, she means always, an Instant Classic. Danny Doug! Hi, Jake, <laughs> We will see you on the flippity-dippity. Oh, yeah. All right, what is going on? Good people. Intro went a little bit longer than it usually does, but nonetheless, nonetheless, what is going on? DJ Bill here from the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, an Instant Classic. And of course, uh, one of our feature shows is the Baltimore Colts Show. We talk about the Ravens. We talk about the Colts, of course, as the name suggests. We also talk about the Browns. We've got a Browns fan on there. We also talk about the Chiefs. We've got a Chiefs fan on there. And anybody who wants to come on and talk a little football, whatever team you may uh, represent, you know, come on by. Because I don't think – I mean, I, I feel like I can speak for all football fans that may be watching this uh, and maybe some, some non-football fans, who knows. But I don't think – there is any more exciting time than the start of football. If you're a big football fan, of course, if you're a basketball fan, as you can see behind me, I don't, you know, of course, basketball is another one of those things I absolutely love. I can't describe the feeling of watching, in the sports world at least, watching the Ravens play, the Sixers play, uh, and, and a good dangling wrestling show, I tell you. I can't even imagine. It's, it's freaking, freaking awesome. NFL football is back, of course. On Sunday, we had all those crazy games. We'll talk a lot more about those uh, on the Baltimore Colts show edition of the picks. For those of you who may be uh, watching, who are actually uh, members of the podcast, you may be surprised by this video. I didn't tell anybody I was doing this video. But I, for those of you, you know, a little preliminary stuff. For those of you who, um, you know, fo- follow the podcast, of course, I, 
I want to do some more team centric stuff uh, this year, especially for the Ravens. I want to join this little Ravens uh, media community, but I, I kind of want to encourage uh, Adam, who who is, is a Browns fan, to, to to do some more stuff. I want to encourage even Justin and uh, Casey as well to to do some more stuff. Uh, just you know, for 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 the teams, for the teams, for people who don't want to friggin' uh, sit here and and watch all the, you know, watch the whole picks or, or like they, they have, they, they want to focus on their team. I want them to have that outlet on this particular podcast as well. Uh, shout out to Adam, by the way, uh, watching, I don't, Adam's got the, got this, uh, this live feed down to a T. I, I swear every time I go live, Adam is on it. Uh, but of course, Adam and I have some good discussions uh, later on in the year when, when the Ravens play the Browns, but I want to give you guys a quick little preview. I want to do this thing. Uh, yeah, go uh, mini Minnesota and uh, Vegas uh, Raiders. Um, oh, no, don't go Vegas Raiders. Not tonight. Okay, maybe next week. Maybe maybe like next week. Maybe next week. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm I'm gonna do a little small, short, semi-short uh, preview. Where about in uh, where are we at? Not even an hour. Not 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 even an hour uh, away from from kickoff. Uh, actually, we are. Uh, uh, the NFL is weird, right? They start the games at like eight fifteen. So yes, we are somewhere near an hour away from kickoff during this recording. But I, I'm I'm excited coming into the season. Um, you know, this is one of those one of those weird seasons where everything gets started and it f- feels like there's a lot of issues going on uh, in Baltimore when it comes to the football team and not the one in Washington. But my thing is right now I'm, I'm I'm talking about injuries and it's weird. I didn't do this preview a long time ago. I didn't do this preview weeks ago because it seems like now this is where all the drama is coming in. Right. Like like last week, J.K. Dobbins went down in the last preseason game and then freaking Justice Hill goes down. Gus Edwards goes down. Marcus Peters goes down. And that was all like within the span of like a week and a half or two weeks. So interestingly enough, I didn't do a preview early on. But at the same time, it's it's kind of a good thing because now because I think back then I would have had different thoughts than I had now. Uh, but in a way, I think I have the same thoughts. I feel like from the running back position, which is, I think, what everybody is is looking looking at and looking for when it comes to the signings of Le'Veon Bell, when it comes to the signings of uh, Trent Cannon, when it comes to the signings of um, Latavius Murray, when it comes to those guys like. I think it's kind of going to just be next man up for those guys who they they signed in. Then you got Tyson Williams as well, who I think I think is going to impress people. I think I can see Williams having a year like Gus had in his rookie year, where like he's almost in a way kind of an unknown. I think this is his second year in the league. He's in a way kind of an unknown. He's kind of one of those guys who people don't really know right now. And Gus was the same way. Like people didn't know who Gus was, but like. Everybody in the Ravens flock, in the Ravens community, understood who Gus Edwards was and why he was, you know, why he was so crucial to us. Whether they had Mark Ingram come up, whether they drafted J.K. Dobbins, we still understood why Gus was going, you know, going to be this, you know, ridiculous guy. But my thing is, looking at the running back situation, and what makes it so unfortunate is. Number one, you got J.K. Dobbins who was coming in and you're like, okay, this is going to be his season to kind of be the lead horse, to be the lead back. Then he gets hurt and you're like, okay, you know, we hate it. We hate it. And I even had a guy at work who's a a Bills fan. Uh, Shout out to Matthew Basil. I had a guy at work tell me he was like, 
although it's unfortunate J.K. got hurt, because he got hurt, Gus is going to be able to shine now. And I and, and like I was upset about the J.K. Dobbins signing, but I understood what we had in Gus Edwards. And then Gus gets hurt, and I'm like. I mean, are, are you serious? And then, of course, before even before that, Justice Hill got hurt, uh, which, you know, he was more of a special teams guy. But, you know, with the injuries at running back already, you know, he felt like he would take a take a step up a little bit more and and be forced to do a, a little bit more in the offense. So now when you look at the running back situation, it is Tyson Williams, who I think is going to I think will start tonight, number one. Uh, but you got Ty, Tyson Williams, who, who I think is definitely going to start tonight. And then, and, and he's listed on the depth chart as the starter. Latavius Murray is listed as the second back on the depth chart. And then Trenton Cannon, I'm not sure where Le'Veon Bell is. He may be still in the practice squad right now, which is a, a little surprising uh, to, to that they that they went with Cannon over, um, over Le'Veon. But I still feel like from a running back position, I think the Ravens will be fine. I think Lamar is such a threat uh, at quarterback, not only running the ball, but passing the ball as well. I think because he is such a threat, I think it opens up the running game. I think Tyson is going to have a, a good year. Um, even, you know, you could even say a breakout year. I think anybody who runs with Lamar, ha- you know, tends to have good season because Lamar is such a threat as well. Um, and that's no offense to any anybody who lines up with him. But at the same time, you know, you, you still got to deal with Lamar's speed, but at the same time, Lamar's ability to pass, uh, you know, we, we can't forget the MVP season where he led the league in, in touchdown passes, albeit uh, Lamar can't throw the football, so they say. Uh, but anyway, nonetheless, running back-wise, I think the Reds will be fine. I think people are going to overblow uh, the 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 hole that is created now in the running back room with J.K. Dobbins being gone, with Gus being gone. Now, and that's not me saying like, oh, like there's this this isn't big a big loss. It's a huge loss, right? Like, like J.K. and Gus are huge losses, absolutely huge losses. Uh, yes, Mark Andrews may have to pick up the slack and get a uh, 500 yards receiving, um, but like, it's a huge loss. But I think at the same time, the effectiveness of L- Lamar Jackson and, and his threat, I think, is huge. And like, I think sometimes. People get annoyed at Ravens fans for like trying to credit Lamar so much, but he hasn't really had a true number one receiver yet and has broken a thousand yards each of the last two seasons when it comes to rushing the football and led the league in passing the season before. And if it wasn't for the COVID issue, probably would have still thrown for 3000 yards last year as well. Um, Cause remember he, he missed those, those two games for that, but offensively my thing is like tonight when it comes to like the Raiders game I think it's going to be a lot of what we saw last year because when you look at these receivers with the exception of Sammy Watkins there's no new receivers out there because Miles Boykin is is hurt uh so that you kind of switch out Miles Boykin and, and Sammy Watkins and then you got um uh why can't I, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Rashad Bateman. I don't know why I was blanking on his name, but Rashad Bateman, the uh, the rookie who's looked pretty good as well. What I do expect from the Ravens a little bit more, James Prochet is going to play, and James Prochet is going to ball out. Um, I think James Prochet is, 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 is a problem, and I think the unfortunate injury to Miles Boykin opens up a little bit more room for James Prochet to come in because James Prochet – is a lot like I made this comparison last year with Des Bryant, but 
James Prochet is kind of like a younger version, I think, of of uh, of Anquan Bolding in a, in a way where he will go up and catch the football no matter the traffic that is in front of him. He's got strong hands. He's going to catch everything that, that you throw at him. Um, you know, he kind of reminds me of like a, a Kamar Aiken in a way where you're going to throw it to him and he's not going to drop it. And I think unless, of course, we see something different on Monday night, I feel like it's going to be fine. I don't want to talk too much about Monday night because, of course, after tonight it's going to be dated, but – at the same time, James Prochet, I think, is going to have a probably a breakout year this year because he's going to kind of be the gritty, grimy receiver that's going to be in there. I, I think Bateman could probably do that, but I, I see Bateman doing a lot of his work from, from the outside. I see them moving Hollywood a little bit more into the slot um, and you know letting him use his speed to do, do what he needs to do. I hope they let him kind of work in space a little bit more instead of just having him run go, go routes the whole the whole time. But I think when it comes offensively, James Prochet is going to be going to be big. For, when it comes to the offensive line, I, th- I think the Ravens retooled pretty well, uh, losing Zeus to Kansas City of, of all places that uh, I think any Ravens fan wanted, wanted him to go. But losing him and having Ronnie Stanley come back, uh, you know, they got uh, Waiva in free agency. They got Zeitler in free agency. Um, you know, Tyree Phillips is still going to be out there. He's actually listed as a starter, which I'm actually a little surprised. Uh, and then Bradley Bozeman playing center, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's a flip. I don't think Bradley Bozeman played center last year. I'm pretty sure he played guard uh, last year. So that that's interesting. They must be, see, be seeing some things from uh, Bradley Bozeman uh, as as well. Uh, but nonetheless, Adam, you're gonna have to uh, fill me in. I, I'm, I'm I'm blank. Oh, you t- oh, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles made uh, Zeus look like a fool. Yeah, I I, I heard about that. I. I didn't get to uh, watch the the left side of the line as much as I, I wanted to la- last night, but yeah, I, I heard it, it. It was pretty. It was pretty rough. Um, but I mean, that's him probably getting used to that as well. And and you know, he he expects to see. Uh, I I think he'll 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 get better. Um, I hate that we couldn't keep him, but you know, you don't want to keep somebody who doesn't want to be there. So uh, defensively, the one thing I want to key in on. The one thing I want to key in on when it comes to the defensive side of the football is the pass rush again. Um, I want to key in on the pass rush. It looks like Derek Wolf is out for the Raiders game. Um, so that that's gonna gonna hurt a little bit. But it it, it gives a guy like uh Jelly, uh Justin Ellis a, a chance to come in a little bit more, uh, you know, and and do uh, do a little bit. Um he's a big uh, freaking hoss, big dude. Uh Broderick Washington gives him another chance as well. Um of course you got Brandon Williams, you got Calais Campbell, Justin Metabike will probably switch in, you know, switch in on that left and right side on the offensive line. Um, you know, I I I think so. Uh you know, I, I think that's gonna happen. I I think we're gonna see a lot of Justin Metabike. I I feel like Tyus Bowser's gonna prove some people wrong. Um I think that's that's it. that's gonna be something he's gonna really try to do because I saw a lot of uh, good play from Tyus Bowser last year. Personally, I felt like Tyus Bowser outplayed uh, outplayed Yannick Ngakwe last year, and I think he outplayed uh, – I don't know why my, my, my names are blanking on me, but Yannick Ngakwe and uh, Judon. I think he outplayed them both, even though I think Judon played inspired last year a little bit because he did want to uh, – I think he did want, want an extension and he wanted big money and, and he got it elsewhere, uh, you know, but at the same time, I think Tyus has a lot to prove this year. Uh, when it comes to inside linebacker, once again, uh, another uh, injury spot that that has to do with uh, Malik Harrison. Um, yeah, well, right now, the the starters are Malik Harrison and Patrick Queen. 
LJ Ford is the injured uh, middle linebacker, which hurts as well. Um, I think they picked up Josh Bonds, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I saw that somewhere. They may have dropped him back again, or he may be on practice squad or something. Uh, that may be where he is, but I could have swore they picked up Josh Bonds, um, which I preferred Josh Bonds over um, LJ Ford at the time, way back when. But LJ Ford had a good year last year. Um, so he, he definitely, I mean, it wasn't that I, didn't, I think, I thought they were both good. I thought they were going to keep them both. Uh, as good, you know, veteran guys to have. But, you know, I guess they didn't need them when they had, you know, uh, Patrick Queen coming in in the draft class last year. But Patrick Queen coming back for a second year, uh, you know, I think Malik Harrison is going to do well. He's going to be forced to step up a little bit more. Chris Board has always played well. He's always been aggressive to the football. That That's a guy I'm looking to, to have a, a good year this year. Um, and then, of course, you know, the, the, the guy that I think sometimes we forget and I think is going to improve the pass rush as well, Justin Houston. Um, you know, a, a sneaky, good pickup, you know, through free agency. And, and I think I, I think he's going to be huge for the pass rush because, I mean, you look at it, Calais is always coming after the ball. Tyus is going to be much improved. Uh, Justin Houston is going to help the pass rush a lot. Um, you know, of course, if Brandon Williams is in on, on pass rush situations, he's huge. So he takes up multiple bodies. So, I mean, that, that that's kind of the thing. Like, like and then when Derek Wolf comes back, I think, I mean, if they can keep that core <laughs> together for multiple football games, that's going to be the biggest thing uh, because last year they couldn't keep all of them on the field at the same time. And of course had to go make the move for uh unique and uh, which unfortunately only lasted for a year. But I, I, I think the pass rush is going to be improved. I think a lot of people are going to be like, well, what did they do? But I think, Justin Houston being here, I think it is bigger than it seems. And from the wires, if, if any of uh, any of the fans watch the wires, uh, and of course other fans of other teams, you know, you always sometimes you learn uh, different things that maybe you didn't realize from the wires. Uh, so, like for me, you know, seeing how excited Justin Houston was to, you know, you know how excited he was to be in Baltimore, that that was cool. Corner. Um, it, Corner's always been like up and down for me uh, because I, I've always talked about like when Jimmy Smith's not in, it, it just there's something about Jimmy Smith that that uh, screams stability. And he, I think he had a semi off year last year, but something about Jimmy Smith screams stability when Jimmy Smith is in the game, uh, especially when it comes down to being, you know, like the third guy in the rotation especially as he gets older, as he's dealt with injury issues and he's out uh, once again for the, the Raiders game. But with Jimmy Smith, I, I still feel like I'm, I'm still a little bit afraid because Marcus Peters isn't there anymore, right? Can these, can these other guys pick up the slack a little bit or are the Ravens going to have to go pick up a veteran uh, out of free agency, which is I, I think is what they're going to do. They're leaning heavy on Anthony Averett, who Anthony Averett, and I think it was Engraven uh, who said who who I was watching who said this. The more he plays, the more he seems to get better. So I'm hoping putting a lot of pressure on him to maybe even be uh, the guy opposite of Marlon is is going to be good. I mean, because I think if Tavon Young can stay healthy, because Tavon Young is really good, but he can't stay on the field. That's my only fear with Tavon Young. But at the same time, if he can stay healthy. I think the cornerback situation won't be nearly as bad because Tavon, I mean, Tavon did well, especially when I think at one point it was him, Peters and Humphrey. And it was just like, and, and then you add in Jimmy Smith in there too. And it was just like shut down at that point. But, you know, with Jimmy Smith's 
injury issues almost every year, but he's so reliable. You don't want to get rid of him. Um, and then he's so reliable when he is on the field. I, it, this is going to be a big year for Anthony Averett. Uh, and at least at worst, it's going to be a prove it year. Um, is Anthony Averett good enough? Is he even as good as Tavon Young? That's going to be the question because Tavon Young is good, especially when it comes to the slot. And, you know, Marlon's going to do what Marlon does. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see Marlon. I'm not going to read too much into uh, Rashad Bateman uh, beating him on that route in, in practice. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to let let that let that one slide and, and, and say that's the greatness of Rashad Bateman. That's that's where I'm going to put that. But uh, nonetheless, none, nonetheless. Um, and by the way, Adam, uh, I will give you the uh, I will give you the login info so you can hop in and give us some uh, Browns content, you know, as well. I, I, I always forget about that, but I got to do that. Um, but uh, of course, special teams, I, you know, we're good. Justice Hill is a big loss, I think, for special teams, just my opinion. I think Justice Hill is a big loss um, just because he was playing out of his mind when it came to special teams. I, 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 re- I really do. Um, and then, like, like, like I said, I, I think, I think overall, overall, I'm, I'm excited for the season. I'm, I'm I'm excited for the season. Of course, you know, starting with the Raiders, then you got Kansas City, which I which I think is is, is going to be a tough one. But I think eventually the Ravens have to get over that Kansas City hump. My personal opinion on Kansas City is they're good, but either they're either they're doing one or two things: they're playing down to their competition, or they're not as good as they look. And I think you know. I think the Super Bowl showed a little bit about Kansas City in terms of weaknesses that they could have. But I and, and I, ta- I was talking to Adam about this, ironically enough, with him watching. I was ta- I was talking to Adam about this yesterday and I'm like, there's no way. And I said this a couple of times. There's no way that the Chiefs can keep letting people hang around in games or or playing like they're playing regular season football and end up winning these games. They, they're not going to survive for, for that long. Uh, no matter how, you know, no matter how good you are, you're not going to give people games and survive, you know, for, for that long in that way. I, I really don't think that's, that's how that's going to go. But, you know, I, starting off with the Raiders, that's a tough game. Uh, I, I think it's a winnable game, but um, I, I, I definitely think it's a tough game. I expect the Ravens to be a 12, 13 win team this year. Um, when, when I, when I look at the, when I look at the schedule, I think that, I think they can beat the chiefs. If I'm going to put a loss on the, on the schedule, I, I mean, you got to kind of go through past history and, you know, I pick them every year to beat the chiefs uh, and probably even in the official picks, I'll probably pick the chiefs to win that game. Uh, and, and of course, Adam won't be surprised by that anymore, but uh, I'm sure everybody else will. I'll probably pick the chiefs to win that game. Uh, and of course I'll cheer, like cheer my butt off, uh, for the Ravens, but, I think in an official picks capacity, um, I mean, you know, do you win them all? Probably not. So I'm, so I'd probably go for a loss on that one. Uh, and then, uh, of course, I think they'll beat the Lions. Still, still a a tough game. I, I feel like uh, they kind of came on came on at the end of that game uh, last last night. But I, I mean, I, I think they'll get better as they go along. But I think early in the season, that's that's when you want the the Lions. So. That, that'll be tough. Denver will be tough because, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to bring them a little stability that they haven't had in in quite some time. So because, I, I mean, I think Teddy is one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league. I feel like I don't know what he did last year in Carolina for them to kick him out after one year. But, uh, I, I, I you know, I mean, of course, they did get Donald. But still, like, I mean, I just I, 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 I hate I hate to see that. But I think that's a winnable game. 
Colts is another tough one. Last year took us to the wire. Um, I can still see, you know, the the Ravens winning that one as well. Chargers, I think, I think against a young quarterback, I think the Ravens should win that game. Uh, Bengals, for some reason, I see the Ravens splitting against the Bengals. I don't know what it is. The Bengals look look better this year, and the Ravens, for some reason, like to uh, let the Bengals stick around, even when they sh- even when they shouldn't. And and I think, you know, they they got a lot of talent. They got a lot of talent, and the Ravens are hurting at uh at corner too. So. I'm a, I'm gonna go with a split for the Bengals. Of course, the first game in Week Seven. I'm 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 gonna go with I, I'm gonna say they win it at home, and it, so so they'll win this one in Week Seven, and then lose the other one later on in the season. So that's two losses that that I that I feel like could could be possible. The Vikings, it, I, I still think is a tough one. I, I mean, I think it's the NFL, and all games are tough. the The Vikings is is, is a tough one because you don't know what team you're gonna you know you're gonna end up going against when it comes to the Vikings, but I think, I think that's a winnable game. Dolphins, once again, with, with Tua, I think they're going to continue to get better, but I think that's also another winnable game uh, for, for the Ravens. I think I, what did I, did I have them at two losses so far? Bears, I think by this time we'll be in full uh, Justin Fields mode in terms of uh, Ravens versus Bears. And, you know, of course, I think that defense will find, find its way, but I think at the same time, I think the Ravens will be in and found themselves too with you know, a lot of these new additions by week 11, you know, uh, hopefully how I would hope so, uh, you know, but, but, you know, by, with a lot of these new additions, I think they'll be then figured out where to put the key pieces. They'll probably be a signing here or there. They'll probably be um, a corner signed at some point, maybe, you know, maybe some, uh, maybe sharing up the pass rush once again uh, as, as well, you know, week 11 so far away. So who knows, but, um, then week 12 against the Browns. And this is another one where I think uh, Ravens will split. So that's what three losses there. So, I mean, I think the Ravens will split against the Browns as well. Um, I, my hope is that they sweep the Bengals. And if they're going to split with anybody, it's going to be the Steelers and the, and the Browns uh, just because I, I, I don't want them to split against the whole division. Cause that that's not a good look, but at the same time, I mean, I, I think, I think it's possible. Um, so, I mean, with the Browns, I think it's going to be a split again, too. I mean, of course, first game in week 12, which is a weird uh, weird portion of the schedule. Week 12, they play the Browns. Week 13, they play the Steelers. Week 14, they play the Browns. I could see them winning the game in Baltimore against the, the Browns on Sunday Night Football and then playing the Steelers, getting beaten up because it's the Steelers, uh, and then, you know, str- not necessarily struggling in week 14, but it being a tough game simply because – you know, simply because you just played the Steelers and everybody says after, you know, the week after you play the Steelers is always pretty rough uh, for, for the Ravens, not, not necessarily even a performance standpoint, but just how you feel. Um, Of course, I think, I think the Ravens will sweep the Steelers this year. uh, And that's not a a allegiance or or anything like that. That's just me feeling like, I don't think the Steelers are are that good. I think they, they survived uh, yesterday against the bills but at the same time to me in my opinion the steals look like the same team that looked like last year um you know and that may turn into oh they're gonna win oh you know oh oh they're gonna be undefeated but uh if it doesn't matter if you uh you know get beat up by the browns in the playoffs so uh <laughs> yeah yeah homer. i i'm not being a homer that's the word i was looking for i am not being a homer but I just don't think the Steelers are that good. Um, I, I'm not feeling like I can put the Steelers at like the bottom feeder portion of the division because when has that happened? But 
but somebody's got to be at the bottom of the division. Uh, and if for darn sure ain't going to be the, if for darn sure ain't going to be the Ravens, the Browns, or, or the Browns. So that's just my feeling on that. Um, like I said, Browns, I'll give them that win uh, in Cleveland. I'll give the Browns that win over the Ravens in Cleveland. Green Bay, I feel like Green Bay will be uh, better than the team that we saw last night, but who knows? I'll have to see on, on this one. This will be one that I, I'll be uh, looking at a little bit later, but, um, you know, later on in the season. As of right now, as a knee-jerk reaction, I'm going to go with the Ravens over this one, you know, during this one as well. I think I have the Ravens listed at four losses, if I'm not mistaken right now. I can't really remember off the top of my head. Uh, I didn't write it down, but I think I think I was at four. So I think the Packers will be a win just because if if, if we get any sense of the team that the Packers were – Last night, I'll, I'll be excited when the time comes. Bengals, I want to say that the Ravens will split against the Bengals, but I don't know. But also, the Bengals seems like a taking care of business type of a type of a situation, too. I'm going to rescind that. I'm gonna, I, I think they're going to sweep the Steelers and sweep the Bengals. That's what I'm going to say. I, I'm, I'm going to rescind that. So I, what I'm, I'm back up to three losses, I think, again. Uh, and then the Rams, tough game. Really tough game. I still think the Ravens take care of business. I really do. I really do. I mean, I I don't know. I I really do. I think they take care of business. It's going to be a tough one, but I think they take care of business. They played well against the Rams uh, before, you know, and I I think they take care of business. And then uh, week 18, which is weird to say, week 18 with with the Steelers, but I ain't mad at it. I think the Ravens win this one too. I'm hoping by this time the Ravens will be uh, buying for a, a first round buy or something, uh, given the way the schedule uh, went. Let me see if I can remember what I what I said. I know I said they lose to the Chiefs. I know I said they'd lose to. I know I said they'd lose to one to the Browns. Did I say one to the Bengals, or did I did I rescind that and, and I'm gonna say one to the Steelers? Either way, that's still three losses, even if I can't remember myself. But anyway, um, th- so that that's that's three losses uh, on on the season. So what's that? Uh, fourteen and three, um, fourteen and three, which would be a darn good season. I could still see them dropping one of these one of these tougher games. the The Packers could be one. The Rams could be one. I could still see them splitting splitting within the division as well. Um, you know, I think they'll sweep one of the teams, but they'll split within a division in some, you know, in some way. But, um, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna go fourteen and three on that one. Let's go fourteen and three as my as my early uh, season season prediction. That's pretty high hopes. Uh, but I think I think at worst it'll be a five loss thing. Um, I, I I think it'll be. I think it'll be a five loss thing. Yeah, appreciate it, Adam. I I, I couldn't remember, but I think at worst it'll be uh, five losses. So. What was I saying? Fourteen and three. At worst, it's going to be uh, twelve and twelve and five. I, I think that I think twelve and five will be the worst. The, the worst that I see. I, I, I think. I think. But nonetheless, definitely hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, as always, we'll, more Raven content coming at you soon. Uh, of course, after the Monday night game, I will. Um, after the I hate that I'm missing this little video package they're doing. They're talking about Lamar and the 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 cramps, or as Adam says, the the runs of the poops, uh, which which I think is 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 funny. And he's he's uh, talking about it. I hope they post this somewhere so I can watch it. But uh, but still, 
I, I feel like, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited after the game tonight, after the Raiders game uh, on Monday Night Football, it, it will be, um, uh, I will do a quick thoughts video. Um, I'm going to give Adam the log in so he can uh, talk about the, the Browns whenever he may please. But uh, as always, hope you guys enjoyed more Raven content coming at you soon. Be sure to tune in to the Baltimore Colt Show. Um, it is coming up very, very soon. Um, of course, we'll talk about uh, all, all things week one. We'll also talk about um, you know some some of the craziness that we feel. We may even give like some not no more not, not as much preseason uh, predictions or whatever. We'll we'll, we'll talk a lot. Uh, on that show. Definitely hope you guys enjoyed. As always, um, this has been the Baltimore Colts show presented by the Instant Classic Wrestling Podcast, the only podcast that is always, and I mean always, and it's the